Oh, finally a British person who cares about his teeth. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So I did my lashes for the first time yesterday after so many years. I think since COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, but it's really nice because like, we don't have to do much makeup once your lashes are done. Mm. Um, the only snack with this is that it takes two hours to do it. You're not exaggerating, right? I'm not. It's a full two hours. You got to sit there. That is torturous, man. Yeah. Okay, what exactly happens though? Because it doesn't look um. like very much that needs to be done. It's just your two eyes. And because I've never done my lashes. Mine is 100% out natural. Oh, of course. Where are your lashes is the question. <laughs> okay. Don't have. So you walk in and then the lady at the counter will ask you what kind of lashes you want. And you can really do whatever. Some people like it really long. Some like it. More natural right. Which is more spaced out Okay I'm going to so, ask A really stupid question here Sorry uh-huh. uh, These lashes Are they all fake hair Or are some of it Like real may Other people's lashes Or something like that I know <laughs> I think it's all Synthetic hair Okay Yeah So what they do is They will paste it On your real lashes They glue it on your real lashes But it's all safe It's not like It's not You know Bad for you Or whatever <laughs> Unless you go and get The cheap one lah. Then the cheap one Your natural lashes Will fall out okay. Which is dangerous Because so, the, maybe the glue there They use is a low quality one Correct la. Correct. Okay. So what happens is When you decide The thickness of the Fake lashes that you want And the length of the Fake lashes that you want Like I like a cat eye effect So it goes from short to long Once you decide that <laughs> I know right Once you decide that You go Meow. in <laughs> Uh, that's what I say After 10pm No I'm kidding <laughs> You go in And then you lie down On the table Like a massage table Okay la, So it's quite relaxing la. Yeah but the thing is You cannot move Your oh, body So yeah. you have to just lie down They put a cloth Over your eyes And they're like You know With the bright light Over your face You oh, have to man. have your eyes Closed for two hours It's like a, it's like a medical yeah. procedure that. <laughs> It feels like it la, But, but it's, it's okay You get used to it Okay okay But how did this new pair Of lashes Save your life <laughs> Okay, on the way home, I was stuck on the federal jam because, you know, rush hour, federal right, right. highway. Okay. Um, and then I was on my phone, of course, like, <laughs> on a, in a jam. I looked to my left and there were three police officers standing oh. right next to my car. Kantoi. Kantoi. One fellow was looking at me like, are you seriously doing this right in front of me? <laughs> and uh, I instinctively just tilt my head to the side and smile at him and go like, <laughs> you know, and, and he laughs. Very like You know he just nonchalantly Laughs it off Oh and maybe, no, maybe he saw your lashes And was like This poor girl Already spent two hours <laughs> On the table Cannot move She's had too much punishment For one day Let her go la. No lah He definitely thought Allah Chomel blah that ni Fly FM So I was stuck in a jam Yesterday Yes and, and you I, committed a crime <laughs> I was caught in the act Of you know, committing a crime I was on my phone lah In a jam mm-hmm. um, But Douglas Has a story also About Driving And being caught in the act Yeah Nothing <laughs> nothing dodgy right No lah I mean it's all very innocent <laughs> stories It's for the radio Come on No but A lot of people know this That I'm a very bad driver From the start Yeah I, l- I like that you defy uh, Stereotypes Why yeah? Like women drivers are bad No no no, no. They are, they are. Uh, But in, I'm no, also bad No no Not in this case Between you and me Okay <laughs> Because I'm so I was so bad I had to take my driving test <laughs> Three times How on earth? Fail lah The first time I failed Everything you know Parking fail On the hill fail Driving fail The first time was 
The first time I was so bad. Uh. Yeah. I remember I was so nervous as well. My stomach had like painful because stomach ache so nervous. Oh. Then I was parking. I failed on the hill. My car rode behind. And then when when it was time to do on the road, yeah. I remember I went in the car. Then I was very nervous. I was checked the mirror. You know, like what the steps you're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, did all the checking. The guy sitting next to me, the, the tester was like, "Just go, lah. Come on, let's go." Oh. So I, I drove. And I was very careful, but it was very like nervy type of driving. Uh-huh. A lot of jerks and stuff like that. Yeah. I came back, and then the tester was like, "Uh, you are the blaja third gear, ga." Oh, you didn't go into third gear. I didn't even engage because I was like first, second can lah. You know, yeah. right? The car is moving, so I proudly answered, "Ah, uh, tak payah lah, jalan jam lah." Oh. <laughs> second gear cukup. He was like, "Tak boleh. Yeah. You have to go into at least third gear." Okay, sorry. Try again. Yeah. So then I went. I took the test for the second time. Uh-huh. Uh, this time I passed my parking and my uh the hill. Yeah. And when it was time to go on the road, I was like, okay, uh, more confident lah. Check the mirror. Check all this. Okay. And then I before even I reached the gate ah uh, from yeah. the from the parking lot to the gate I went third gear already oh <laughs> so too fast <laughs> no, I don't know make sure I chukup sharat I went first gear second gear third gear and <laughs> I went I drove I thought I was quite confident this time uh, right. you know a bit more smooth and I was almost finishing the course already coming back the last traffic light before finally going back to JPJ yeah and then I stopped at the red traffic light and then I realised I forgot to put my seat belt oh, which is an absolute no-no right yeah so I pretended that my right shoulder was painful like aching <laughs> so then my left hand went to my right shoulder massage a bit massage oh a bit they slowly gosh. try and drag the seat belt down and the tester was like looing at say buta no but seriously if you saw that I didn't pull on my seat belt remind yeah. me lah next time yeah I wouldn't be able to sit in the car with a student who's clearly making a mistake yeah. I feel so bad I lean over and say hey seat belt seat belt <laughs> you would be the <laughs> kindest the kindest JPJ tester oh tell me again how I'm kind yeah Juanita you damn one kind <laughs> Fly FM. So most of the time we get really strange news from Penang. <laughs> <laughs> But today's Penang news though is a heartwarming one. A toy vendor who was selling toys on one of the streets in Penang, mm. right? He bartered or he exchanged his toys for durian. You're telling me a Penang fella did not accept money. <laughs> I call rubbish on this story. <laughs> Let me paint this picture for you, okay? So this uh, man in Penang Durian man was with his four children, just watching this toy vendor, you know, playing with all the toys he was trying to sell. I think there were race cars, there was a drone that oh. the guy was trying to fly. Okay. So obviously, the you know the kids watching really wanted a drone. Mm-hmm. I think so. They were like, Papa, nah, probably lah. I'm imagining, <laughs> right? But the father calculated everything. It came up to more than 200 bucks mm. and he didn't have the money. So what he did was offer his durian in exchange for the toys and the toy vendor actually agreed lah. He got Musang King and D24 as payment. Well, butter system back in <laughs> practice. <laughs> yeah, uh. correct. Okay, wait. Are you a durian fan or not? I'm a huge durian fan. Like, I'll eat so much durians, I'll get a fever. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a durian fan. Uh. That means you're gila already. No, I'm not. Uh. I'm a bit durian blind. What does that mean? I don't know what a good durian is and I'll get scolded by my friends when we go and eat. Like, I will be eating a durian and yeah. then it'll be a bit bitter. And I'll like, hey, nice, uh, this durian is uh, bitter. They'll be like, no lah! Durian must be sweet lah! What bitter, bitter? You know, I'll, like, I'll eat and then sometimes the flesh is a bit thin and I like the thin flesh durian. I'll be like, yeah. hey, nice, uh, this durian, the, the flesh is... No lah! The flesh must be thick, the seed must be small lah. I'm like, wow, very complicated lah, eat this durian. <laughs> it just But, needs to be thick and creamy, man. Uh, but it's a heartwarming thing lah, uh, this yeah. story. 
story uh-huh. Although I'm curious uh-huh. How will the toy vendor Justify yeah. this in his accounts <laughs> Because he accepted Durian as payment You know Sure LHDN will catch on If he gets audited right The LHDN officer will be like uh, Sorry sir Your account smell fishy He'll be like uh, Tuan Ini bukan fish Ini durian Yeah I think it's sweet That the father did what he could To get his kids what they wanted My parents would have just said No Straight Oof. No Nita But I would still go and like Stare at the toys You know Just to torture myself Oh yeah <laughs> Fly FM So this durian vendor Went with his kids Just to look at some toys But it worked out for him He was able to butter durian For toys <laughs> That's rare lah Okay But I'm sure most of you Are like me right? We want something so bad We can't afford it Or we can't have it So we just go to look Yeah we know shopping lah <laughs> We know shopping I used to walk past this video game store every day after school just to look at this game board just to see if I still like it. I couldn't afford it but looking at it every day motivated me to keep saving my money. There's a pet shop near my house with a dog that I really really wanted to adopt but couldn't because my family was allergic to animals. So like every day after college I would drive to the pet store and play with Stella the mini pincher. The workers there knew my situation and let me hang out with Stella all day. That was Vinesh and Daniel They sent in their voice notes <laughs> Yeah but this window shopping concept right Only yeah. works for certain things That maybe uh, pets uh, or things lah Right Actual uh, products, toys and stuff like that uh-huh. You cannot apply this on everything uh, Because once I was doing a comedy show in Singapore <laughs> right? I, thought, I thought you were going to say people No no I didn't say this was applied to people No 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 This is a comedy show I was doing in Singapore <laughs> Yeah I was at the club The show started already Yeah I'm telling some jokes Suddenly the comedy club door opens Yeah And there are two fellas standing there so I was like, uh, hey, you want to come in <laughs> yeah. to watch my comedy show? It's, no, it wasn't that expensive. I think it was 25 sing, right? Just come in and pay 25 sing. Right. They were like, uh, no, la, we are just looking. I'm like, hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, Singapore, <laughs> I tell you. Fly. This is so cute. A woman woke up from her nap to see her online shopping cart full of paid purchases. I hope she bought the stuff of her dreams. (laughs) (laughs) So she thought she was sleep shopping. Turns out it was her boyfriend. He said he wanted to buy her gifts but didn't know what she wanted. So he just cleared out her shopping cart. Right. So like a surprise lah. Yeah. So is this sleep shopping even a real thing or not? Yeah. So this happened to our big boss, Moots. Moots sleep shops? A few years ago, this is what I heard. Okay. After a big night, apparently, he went home and in his sleep bought exclusive things. I don't know what it was, like some Michael Jackson something, but he does this on a regular. He'll go on eBay and he'll bid for really expensive exclusive items. Ayyo. And then he'll wake up the next day and go like, oh shoot, la, I just spent like a lot of money buying this thing. No, see, this is, well, we laugh about it, but it's actually dangerous because you wake up suddenly, yeah, yeah. how? I think he's alright. <laughs> he has money. But I'm going to email this article to my boyfriend, Jonathan. Hint, hint. <laughs> Then quickly go back and fill up my whole cart. <laughs> ah, very good lah. You just revealed your evil scheme before doing it on live radio. You you never watched James Bond before, is it? You never reveal your evil scheme. It's not going to come to fruition, I know. Now, I personally have never heard of anyone sleep shopping before. Yeah. This mood story is the first time I'm hearing about it, no? But I think a lot of Malaysians, uh, maybe suffer from something called sleep selling. Sleep selling Yeah 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 Sleep selling is when uh, These people they wake up right Yeah And suddenly realise Ayo I've sold off national assets uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, hey, why you sell a national asset? Don't know, I was sleeping. Uh. <laughs> Fly FM. So we were just talking about how this girl got a shock of her life because she thought that she had been sleep shopping. But turns out her boyfriend just took her phone and just checked out everything from her <laughs> shopping cart. Paid for it himself. So sweet. A hint, hint, uh, guys. Whatever. <laughs> la. But Douglas, you've sleepwalked before, right? Something that you do? Not something I do regularly. Okay. No. Because that would be dangerous. Yeah. But I remember my parents telling me that I sleepwalked once when I was 10 or 11 years old. Okay. Uh, because our bedtime at that time uh, was 9 o'clock at night. Oh, okay. Which is my bedtime now, actually. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, so as, as a kid, our bedtime was 9 o'clock. So my brother, Desmond, and myself, we have to go and sleep. Yeah. And uh, then they said at about 11 something mm-hmm. at night, they saw me walking down the stairs, <laughs> going to the front grill there, opening the grill and wanting to go outside. Yeah. So they were like, hey, what's going on? And then my mother realized, I think, I think this guy is sleepwalking. And my mother said, Doug, what are you doing? Why are you going outside? Is he 11 o'clock at night yeah. and apparently in my sleep I answered no I have to take water uh-huh. because Desmond needs to bathe <laughs> which made absolutely no sense because we have a working shower in the house and I have no well outside so where was I taking the water from and for what? <laughs> That's the thing about sleepwalking, sleep talking though. People can ask you questions and you respond, ah. which is quite scary. Um, once my sister caught me sleep talking, I was saying, "You see that boy eating so much." <laughs> Do you remember who this boy was though? I don't know, but I think it was a boy in my school who okay. was a little bit, you know, plumpy. Like chubby, yeah. Yeah, his name was Yu Yuwa. <laughs> He was very cute. I remember him being being very very cute. Okay, and then. I think she thought, oh, this is a good time to fish for secrets. How you know? old were you at this time, though, Anita? About nine years old. All right. Yeah, so she asked me, who is your boyfriend? <laughs> uh, luckily for me, I answered, shut up, love. <laughs> Not bad, are you, huh? Awake or so rude, sleeping, sister. <laughs> Fly FM. So, Douglas and I are very much for the people of Malaysia, you know. Yeah. Every time you're not happy with something, we'll talk about it <laughs> 90% of the time. La. Today, the news is that Malaysians are not happy that international footballers are receiving citizenship to play in the local league. Yeah, because I thought you needed to work hard and have a lot of money to get citizenship. You know, these guys just play with balls. And, I mean, footballs. <laughs> footballs. <laughs> oh my God. But I've seen their pictures, right? I follow some of them on Instagram. They're dang hot, <laughs> especially when they post topless pics. So now, maybe, you know, you can go around and say, hey, look, see, Malaysian, Malaysian. Wow, tumpang glamour lah. So what if you see one that's not attractive then how you don't say anything wrong you see you see Singapore Singapore <laughs> but no lah jokes aside this is a serious issue netizens hate this because there are still so many issues with statelessness and citizenship in this country that are unresolved yeah, still. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah someone commented that their father has been living and working here since 1979 but still doesn't have a blue IC which is really heartbreaking we put out this topic on our whatsapp and someone sent in a voice note It's so unfair, you know. Even Malaysian mothers had to fight for citizenship for their kids for years and not get it. So it feels unfair that these football players can get it so easily. Yeah, it's a very thorny subject lah, and people are going to be divided about this. Although the practice of adopting a person who is very good 
at sports uh-huh. uh, into the country uh, has yeah. been done for many many years lah. You yeah. know, countries will do this not because they want to win at these international competitions. Yeah. Like you don't say don't have to look very far, <laughs> Singapore. Yeah. The Singapore's number one uh, badminton player yeah. is a Penang fellow. Uh. Correct, correct. And then I remember there was one time uh, there was this Middle East Premier team Arab team yeah. that had a swimming team made up mostly of China Chinese. Really? Well, because Middle East, I don't think they have much water there. <laughs> Guessing so to win at an event, you just go and adopt all these uh, international really good uh, athletes yeah. into your own country, right. Although that being said, I think it's a bit unfair. Yeah, to win this way, lah. It's like yeah. I go and adopt the rock. <laughs> right, big buffalo. I adopt him into my family. I say he's my son and all, yeah. just so I can win the tug of war at the Hari Keluarga. <laughs> <laughs> Not fair, lah. Next level, Penny. Fly FM. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Well, the three of you looking fine today. All right. Your word of the day is estimate to roughly calculate or judge the value, number or quantity. Now, you're supposed to create a sentence using the word estimate. Katija? We estimate the start of Ramadan by looking at the moon, teacher. Yes, very, very good, Katija. Okay, Ladu, create a sentence using the word estimate. Teacher, that day, my friend Devaraj and I walking back from school, uh, then we came to the drain. It's a big drain of the Devaraj, see, uh, we can just jump over and say, hey, Devaraj, this is not a small parade no this is a big monsoon dream but Devaraj don't listen he went back he ran he was flying over the drain okay, you know? okay 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 Ladu just create a sentence using the word estimate please he fell inside la, teacher. so I think we must change the idiom from look before you leap to estimate before you leap okay very good thank you Ladu uh, saying create a sentence using the word estimate Alia is my football teammate, but now he play for another school, so he is my estimate. Oh, I see. Fly FM. Starting on Monday, we are going to give you a chance to win a full 50,000 ringgit with our boomerang tracks. You know what it is, Douglas? Yeah, you play something backwards, right? Correct. Now, here's how it works, okay? Number one. Just be the first caller through and guess the boomerang track that will play for you within 10 seconds with the name of the song and the name of the artist. Number two. Collect 100 ringgit. Number three. And ta-da! You're in the running to win 50,000 ringgit. And I have sent a strongly worded letter to our bosses because you want to make it even easier for all of you to get the answer right. So we'll be leaving clues on all our social media platforms to make it even easier for you. <laughs> what are you, white chicks? I'm going to write a letter to my manager. Okay, let's try this out with Douglas. Okay, Douglas, listen to this boomerang track. <laughs> So easy lah this so one. Easy. What is I it? guessed it just by the quality and the tone of the fellow's voice. Okay. Uh his uh it is uh Begin by uh Men Men Skin. Man Skin. Yeah. <laughs> You're correct. Alright, Boomerang Track starts next week where we're giving one person 50,000 ringgit. Fly FM. So a high-profile corruption case has once again been postponed because... Oh no, I hear the compounds coming. The PM is here. Hello, people's matcha. Salam, peaceful, eh, Wanita, and all the Fly FM listeners. No, I have to come in this morning with my PA, Karim, because I want to say that... Uh, 
My laptop is very corrupted. Hmm. You know, the technical term. Kan, Karim, dia kata apa? Corrupt gila bubs. Yeah. The, so, the repair shop, uh, this is a Chinese fella lah. Sebab, uh, ni, lawyer kan. Uh, he <laughs> said the problem with my corrupt laptop yeah. is the Osma. Eh? Oh. So, I, apa Karim? Bukan Osma. Apa dia kata? The OSMA Oh operating system <laughs> Sometimes right. uh, The Chinese people punya slang Susah nak faham I thought it was OSMA Okay Operating system rupanya So anyway The thing is wah, ni Wanita mm. I have been trying to send it to the computer shop mm-hmm. But always kena delay You know I was going to send to the shop Two years ago lah Oh. Tapi lockdown What can I do Betul tak And then the other day Me and my wife right? no, no, uh, We became close contact oh, It's not no. our fault Not to say I don't want to send To the laptop But all these things Just tiba-tiba happen Exactly When I am supposed to send Of course Apa boleh buat Betul tak yeah. So ingat tak last year Karim And Last year I was so close mm. To sending it to the shop But suddenly I had to go Singapore I see ah, I went there And I left my case uh, Here lah In Malaysia Up the laptop case yeah. ah, Jangan fikir okay. bukan-bukan ah, Okay ah, So I went to Singapore Because my cucu He bought a new burung lah uh. Yeah So I had to go And see the birth Of my grandchild Oh I see <laughs> Yeah because you know That's what every caring Datuk will do lah Uh, yeah, It yeah. was a Singaporean bird uh, uh. So the normally the bird Make the sound cheap Cheap kan yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Singaporean bird The sound is expensive Expensive <laughs> <laughs> So anyway <laughs> Although my laptop is corrupt Okay, I will still need to use it. Uh-huh. I cannot leave it at the shop for a long time because I have many important things on the laptop. Betul tak, Karim? Kan? Ada banyak, ada banyak video. Eh, eh video jangan cakap lah. I mean, <laughs> I have uh, many account yeah. on this laptop. Uh, offshore account, and <laughs> uh, laundry account. The Adobe. Oh, Adobe laundry see, account. Yeah, yeah. They're right. very advanced. I also have my brother's uh, account, Netflix lah. Uh-huh. Uh, because uh, I have my own account also. Yeah. Tapi, you know, sharing is caring lah. Betul tak? I see. Yeah. Uh, so okay. so yesterday I was finally supposed to send to the shop Then tiba-tiba the courier pula close contact Oh, oh So what can I do? Have to delay again? Nah, it's not my fault lah That's what I want to say So okay. Okay, Karim, jom kita makan breakfast huh? Benda lain boleh delay Breakfast mana boleh delay, betul tak? <laughs> okay, okay, thank you Thank you PM Fly FM. So the story was too funny to not share. <laughs> a British tourist was reunited with his false teeth he lost in Spain 11 years ago. Oh, finally, a British person who cares about his teeth. <laughs> Wrong lah. That, date, that stereotype is so dated. It's true though. I went to London and I saw so many cute guys. Like, oh my God. But then when they smile, whoo. The teeth are so bad. It's like, please, sir, close your mouth. Is that a form of mouth shaming? Is this the thing? Like, you're mouth shaming me. Huh? Anyway, with this story, this guy threw up in a trash can on vacation in Spain and somehow his teeth ended up in a landfill. I think they must have found the teeth and thought, what lad, somebody threw a dead person here. So I think they ran some DNA tests, wow. right? Did a full DNA investigation and it led back to him pretty Impressive lah, how him and his teeth were reunited. After 11 years is crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I've heard of some amazing reunion stories. Yeah. Like there was this family who had moved from one part of America to another part of America. I think East Coast to West Coast, something like that. Right. Uh, and their dog, their pet dog, uh, escaped from the trailer. They oh. didn't realise. 
And apparently the dog found them after mm. three years. Wow. Crazy, right? That's amazing. I uh, read another one. This lady lost her wedding ring in a vegetable patch. <laughs> years <laughs> later, she found it around a carrot that was growing in her vegetable patch. Oh, so so the, it went into the soil. Yeah, And it was correct. propped up by the carrot. Wow, wow. Crazy, man. No, yeah. then, then there was one. Uh, this uh, girl, yeah. she lost her or she left her soft toy in a hotel uh-huh. and she found it 20 years later at a garage sale and she knew that was her soft toy because the mother had written her name on the foot of the soft toy there. Oh. And she said, this is mine. I lost for 20 years. Madness, many stories. Oh, cute. Well, I have one. Last one, last story, okay? One guy's mother died, right? All her things got sold off because her son was away. He was on a plane that was missing for five years. That is a show on Netflix called Manifest, okay? I'm watching it because of you. Sudala. But why did Spain go through so much trouble for some missing teeth? Right? Do DNA lah, send back to the man or because other countries uh, billions are missing also we what that town fly fm so many stories about wonder kids recently the mm. other day it was a 7 year old kid he grew his own kangkong and gave it to his neighbors yeah we got a nickname for him now what kangkong kid <laughs> <laughs> Today, this story is about an eight-year-old kid who put up his own handwritten book onto a library shelf. It now has a years-long wait list. Okay, just a word of warning. While this is an amazing story, uh-huh. it doesn't apply to everything, okay? Putting your own book in a library is mm-hmm. okay. Right. But bringing your own underwear and putting it in the laundry <laughs> department is not okay. <laughs> I don't even know how your brain went there. <laughs> so this eight-year-old kid, his name is Dillian Helbig. He wrote and drew his own graphic novel put it on display in a library and people liked it so much he now has 88 people waiting to borrow it and read it is there a copy on the internet or something don't ever I don't think so I think it's exclusive to the library because it's handwritten I don't think he has scanned it and put it up online yet though I think he should but did you ever have a journal or wrote a book when you were a kid um not much it's a girl's thing right writing journals not really like shouldn't be you know what, what did you have thing. did you have a journal I did I had three journals oh one for each personality <laughs> No, Douglas, I have 27 personalities, okay? Three journals, what? You write so much. Um, I wrote poems, I wrote short stories, I wrote my dreams. Um, once, right, my brother still gives me a toot about this. <laughs> he uh, teases he, me for it. He like, read okay. your journal? Of course he read my journal. I think my whole family read my journal. We're very intrusive like that. But it's okay, it's funny. <laughs> uh, I was, I think about maybe seven or eight years old. Uh. I was at school and I wrote in my journal, I wish I was at home dancing around like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> you remember didn't like school, huh? I, I did not. Yeah, I didn't write into journals. Uh, I mean, I don't generally like to write about feelings and stuff like that. I really? didn't write uh, script when I was quite young though. Now that uh, now that you tell yeah yeah yeah. Oh it was such a poyo script la, my goodness. Why? When you're ten years old, what do you know? It's so <laughs> in my script I guess who was the hero? Who? Me la somehow, right? Yeah I was a Taekwondo uh, black belt at that time. So yeah. I wrote the story about some fellow got kidnapped la then as a Taekwondo wow. champion I went and saved them. I kicked some gangsters all <laughs> that wasn't the poyo part. The poyo yeah. part was it starred Douglas Lim, a ten year old Douglas Lim, but my co stars yeah. I remember because my co-stars was uh, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that back then he was very famous, my night rider and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Debbie Gibson had right. a major crush on Debbie Gibson. No idea who Debbie Gibson uh, is. Singer. Sorry. <laughs> right. uh, and then for local flavour, yeah. Sheila Majid. <laughs> like really. Yeah, but that script was legend. <laughs> or as Sheila Majid would say it, yeah. Legenda. Oh. <laughs> 
this eight-year-old kid put his own handwritten book onto a library shelf and now it has a years-long wait list. <laughs> I mean, this is quite normal, right? Most of us write journals and books when we're younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, girls do. I mean, like, I wrote scripts. Okay. Yeah, but we never thought to publish it or put it up anywhere because it's kind yes, of... malufying. <laughs> yeah, Rachel, what's your story? Uh, okay, I guess I'll <laughs> share this with everyone. Yeah, not producer Rachel, by the way. So, uh, I completely forgot about this until one day I was clearing up my room uh-huh. and I found a drawer full of, you know, old things from my childhood, like magazines and CDs. What and magazines I, from your childhood? You know, like teen magazines and stuff like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, my drawers are full of 17 magazines. So, and one of the things I also found was my diary, you know, the typical sparkly cover with the fake oh. feather pen all. <laughs> oh, cute! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I thought I'd read it and, you know, relive some of my childhood memories. Turns out, it was one of the cringiest things ever. Oh, no! Really? So, what did you write about? You know, like typical emo kid stuff, you know, like emo lyrics, you know, but the teachers were like mean to me for not finishing my homework. <laughs> and the worst of all was about the crushes I used to have. Oh. And after reading about them, I was like, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? So uh, I went to my parents' room yeah. and I put the whole diary in the paper shredder. Shred- <laughs> you shredded the whole thing? Shredded the whole thing. It does not exist anymore. Your oh, house man. got shredded on it. Yeah, I don't know why, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you come to my house later and bring your shredder? Because I have pictures of my ex that I should get rid of. <laughs> Fly FM. Question, are we allowed to talk about North Korea? Why? Uh? <laughs> because uh, North Korea dance instructor, right? he was arrested for teaching foreign dance moves to students recently. <laughs> Yeah. What dance move was he teaching? Running man, is it? <laughs> so the authorities were afraid he was teaching the North Koreans to run away or what? <laughs> it is ridiculous, but not that ridiculous. Uh. So sources said that the authorities caught them with a thumb drive containing foreign songs and dance videos, which was plugged into a TV, and the instructor was just trying to teach their students the dances. But cannot lie, right? Because in North Korea, they're only allowed to listen to North Korean music and dance North Korean dance North moves. North Korean music. So there's a thing called North K-pop, is it? <laughs> so what, ev- what even is a North Korean dance move? Well, I was watching videos of this. It looked very backward. It looked like line dancing, except they were in a circle going in and out of a circle. <laughs> Did it look like they were enjoying themselves? I think they were forced to. <laughs> <laughs> but, but North Korea, I mean, seriously, it'll remain a mystery to a lot of us lah, because, yeah. I mean, we don't want to go there, number one. Yeah. And number two, we hear all these weird stories about mm. North Korea. Apparently, yeah. uh, in the last World Cup, North Korea didn't take part. Yeah. But in their media, right, they claim that they won the World Cup. What? La, like the North Korean football team won the World Cup. They had a video of Ronaldo congratulating the North Korean That's team or something crazy. like that. But how did they get the video of Ronaldo? I think it was super imposed. I'm not sure. Like, it was dubbed or <laughs> something. <laughs> la. And then uh, they have all these stories about their leader. Yeah. Like, they claim he scored a hole in one when he was eight years old <laughs> while playing golf. Right. They claim he like scored a perfect 300 in bowling the first time he played. Wow. It's just a fairly weird reality. La. But this yeah. is going too far. Come yeah, on yeah. If you're going to arrest everyone Just because they're doing foreign dance moves They'd be very busy, you know <laughs> You've got to arrest all the worms Because <laughs> the worms are performing the worm <laughs> you got to arrest all the tomatoes Why? Because they're performing the salsa <laughs> you got to arrest No, you got to arrest all the magicians Why? They can't stop shuffling <laughs> And finally, you got to arrest all the unmarried women also Why? Because they're doing the single ladies Oh, cute <laughs> Single ladies <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.